it would not be Nighthouse with Sasha if we did not have a blooper or two, right? We got to fill up that blooper reel, right? Okay. Just would not be the show. All right. Okay. Okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's November. Yes. And it's going to be Thanksgiving. The holidays are quickly approaching. And I want to say hello. I missed y'all. We're gone a whole month. I was gone a whole month. And I really miss you, the fans, the listeners, the supporters. As you can tell, there is a difference with Night Talk with Sasha. Yes, there is a difference. And I'm sure if you listen to the show in September, you know what the difference is. So, there's no need to go and hash through that. The difference is here. But the show will go on. The show must go on. And so that is what we are doing. We are going on. Because what is our motto for 2023? Thriving in spite of. Absolutely. Right? Right. So. Welcome to another episode of Night Talks with Sasha. I am your girl, Yatsifa Sasha, coming into you live for another episode of Night Talks with Sasha, a plus-size woman's point of view, okay? So tonight we have two guests that are coming on the show. Now, we're talking about drama and trauma in dating, because baby, Dating is hell on wheels. Now, as many of you know from this year previously talking, Sasha is a widow. Still hate that term. But your girl is trying to date. Yes, had a little date. We're not going to get into that as my personal business. I'm going to be pulling back a little bit, not sharing so much. So. Yeah, we'll see how far that goes and how long that lasts. Okay, okay. So, anyway, we're talking about dramas, traumas of dating. Um, I know everyone saw the list. Everyone saw the video of the young lady at didn't want to go get out of the car to go to the Cheesecake Factory. <sighs> we have read the list. We have saw the replies to the list. We saw men that said, party voices. I still have not figured out what a party voice is. Does that mean she's really loud? I don't know what that is, but we've seen that list. Now we've seen lists about men from women that men that should not be dating. If he lived with him, mama, he should not be dating. Like y'all come on. So my question is, and I'm going to pose this to my guests and to you all, cause please call in 515-605-9707. But before we get into that discussion, let me bring in my two guests. Ready? Ready? First, we're going to have Princess. Hi, Princess. Oh, hey. hey, beautiful. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> Good, 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 good. Now, Lady T Bird, are you there? Lady Bird, are you there, Lady T? I am. Ah, there she is. 
y'all have to excuse Lady T. She's 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 serious. She be on her serious side. She don't know she don't know how to be cutting up like we do. So you know, we just got to let it's her. It's Friday. It's Friday. We're gonna have to get you a little drink, Lady T. And hello, <laughs> absolutely. Hello, her honey, <laughs> honey. We got to have fun over here. So now, okay, you ladies have seen the video. Lady T and I, we talked. We've seen the video. We talked about the list. We talked about the young lady. I'm not one to judge people, but. That green well, dress I, was not really working for her. I'm just going to say that, okay? <laughs> that was not well, her fault. I, I feel like she was being too judgmental. Um, she, she, I mean, I, I, I kind of felt like Cheesecake Factory was a little bit too expensive for her. <laughs> you uh-huh. me. She, yeah. she didn't even look worthy. She looked like she, I don't know if you guys have... Um, we I'm in California, so we have these little yeah. burger stands called Tams. She looks like a Tams day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think her hair wasn't done up to par. Her nail, like, come on now, like, if you were expecting that top tier yard house and what is it? What what do people like to eat? That's just like top tier Houston's and all that. You gotta come correct. Yeah, Ruth. You gotta come correct. And then I exactly. think she had him waiting like an hour. And so many yeah. minutes, like, mm-hmm. and and that's how you came. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's. And he was very, he was very respectful. He was a gentleman. Yes. He was like, well, how can I make it better? Well, what do you want? Yep. Like he, like she did not deserve that at all. Couldn't. <laughs> yeah. No, he was a gentleman. He really was, and he was he. You know, because I can see most most men. Nowadays would have been like, get your ass out and walk, ma. You okay? They wouldn't even went in her house and 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 waited for an hour. They probably would have bounced then, like really. But my thing is, and we like I said, we've seen the list. Like they had this list of restaurants women supposedly have came up with where they don't want to go, and it wasn't just restaurants. It was like. Family functions. Um, I had a guy take me on a date once. Just interesting. After we done spent the night at the hotel, so the next day he took me to church. <laughs> Forgive us of our sins. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Like, how does that work? Okay. Um, really? And I was like, really? Hey, you want to go to my family church? Church? Oh. Okay. How many dates did he get after that? <laughs> Nada. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that would make me feel very awkward. Like I felt very awkward. Yeah. I felt yeah. very awkward. Yeah, because it's like, and and when I say we spent the night at a hotel, don't automatically assume everyone listening that we had sex because we didn't. But, you know, I came into town to visit him 
And he was like, well, let's stay. Yeah, I'll get you a, a hotel room, you know, so you don't have to go back home and be on the road driving, da 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 And then he politely asked, could I stay with you? Would it be okay? You feel comfortable? I was like, sure. Okay. But I did not expect the church the next morning. I just, I thought, oh, it's a lovely day. We're going to do something fun. He's like, oh, we can do that after church. Oh, okay. Oh. So I met his pastor and his first lady and his church family. And, oh, you have to come back. Oh, we would love to have you come back to church. So nice to see you. Such a lovely young lady. Da, 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 da. No, no, we'll just be friends. <laughs> I, I can't. So uncomfortable. You have to be before you meet the the pastor and the uh, family. So I, I can yeah. agree on that list about family functions and church and stuff too. like that. Because people are going to expect to see you more often. And if it's the first mm-hmm. date, of course, they may not see you again. So, exactly. yeah, I can I can definitely understand why that's on, not on the list. And why I can understand. Yeah, I can understand that one as well. And the Netflix and chill, you know, at someone's house. But, like, I can understand that for a plethora of reasons why not go to someone's house. But at the same time, you putting all of these um, these restaurants on here. And, like, um, one of them was ice cream. What's going, what's, what's wrong with an ice cream date? It's, it's right, especially if it's like a, a meet and greet or a, yeah. you know, you literally just want to meet each other and say, hey, you know, this, you know, put a face with a, a voice or, you know, exactly. feel each other's vibe and see if the connection is there in person as it was or has been over the phone, but yeah. if you got all these if you got all these restaurants on this list, you're kind of running out of places that you'll be able to go. But then if you turn around and say you can't Netflix and chill, then then what are you supposed to do? The yeah. Netflix and chill part, I'm a con. I'm in the middle of the road with that, and the only reason why I say that is because whomever house you go over, you are giving that person more of a benefit because they have the upper hand because you're basically in their home or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But depending on how the relationship is, how long mm-hmm. you've been conversing with each other and things like that, you may feel comfortable enough for them to be there. So exactly. I don't I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle of the road with that one. Yeah. I, I think with the Netflix and chill, it's, it definitely says more about um, where you are in your, I would see that more than just a first date type of situation. But now let's just keep it 1000. If we going to do what grown people do. (laughs) Okay. Because we, we've already established that, that we are doing what grown people do and there should not be, any of this pretense that it's going to be anything other than what grown people come to do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 
yeah, that's what I feel about that one. I, um, I personally, I, I don't know. I could not imagine dating in 2023. I haven't been out on a like I haven't dated since I was what 17. Um, yeah, I'm I'm 43. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's like, I mean, I see the horror stories. I see the the complaints. I see the, oh, gosh, like the headache. And to me, dating should be fun. Um, yeah. um And then I feel like once you get past the, the fun part, Absolutely. you should be dating for a purpose. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think at one stage, it should just be fun. And then the next stage, it's like, okay, now we're doing it with a purpose. And I always feel like you don't know exactly what you want until you date. You know, but if you get exactly. stuck in a, a committed relationship right away, you you miss out on a lot of things. What you liked at seventeen doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna like at twenty five. Um, exactly, and what you so like at twenty five, like, you're not gonna like at forty seven. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think like all these stereotypes, uh, you know, these things that are just popular right now, they want to do all these extravagant restaurants and places. I think if you honestly want to have a great date, you shouldn't even go to an expensive restaurant. You got to focus on your food, how you cutting your food, how you eating your food. If you mm-hmm. got um, food in your teeth, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like me, I like to look presentable all the time. I don't right. want to go to a five-star star restaurant and on a date. I want to go somewhere mm-hmm. and be comfortable, find out my favorite foods. I can do a picnic. Exactly. I don't think that's broke. Some people, oh, that's broke behavior. No, it's thoughtful. No. You put some thought behind it. You listen exactly. to me. You exactly. know what I mean? And then you want my mm-hmm. full attention. So there's exactly. not other voices. I don't have to worry about this. And I, I don't have to be constantly asked questions. How are you doing? Is everything all right? You know, because the waiters and waitresses can be annoying. I'm not going to lie. Um, they can. So I just think like it's a thoughtful process, and I feel like if you're dating with the intention to find a purpose of a mate, that's one thing. Now, if you're dating just to experience all these dis- these different restaurants, I think it's very misleading, and a lot of women are doing that. They dating for a meal. Yeah, exactly. let's be real. Sad. They're dating for a meal. For a meal. They sad. can't take themselves because, to these restaurants yeah. for dating for a meal. Yeah, you should. Be, it's, my thing, my philosophy is, if you, I don't expect anyone to do anything for me that I cannot do for myself. Amen. Um, I, I 100% agree with you. I feel like people now are dating more for um, a meal and or for the gram, social media. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. actually making a connection with someone. It's like we mm-hmm. people don't want to go in and making the commitment of getting to mm-hmm. know someone. They just want to be seen in this restaurant, in this car, in this environment to see who else they can meet or what, you know, what level of how many followers they can get and yeah, so they forth want to instead of meeting them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tag the location, take a picture. Like, No. Come on, let's let me, be authentic. So let me ask you ladies this question. So do you feel that the male to female, because, you know, we're the three of us, we are heterosexual women, right? And so we can only speak from that point of view. Um, but do you think that dating now is more about, I would, do you think it's transit, transactional, just transactions, or is it just, you know, how do people get to put the fun back into dating? Because I think a lot of people have lost that. How do we do that? How do we make it simple? Go ahead. You have to come with 
true intentions. Just like yeah, Princess Christine, you've got to come with true intentions and stop flexing. Because right. the social, when the social media is gone, the TikTok, all that other stuff is gone, and now you're ready to be serious. I mean, let's just be honest. Now you've gotten a reputation of playing games or yeah. you only want this or you only want that or you're the person that you were supposed to be with is gone and and met someone else so i definitely think that our intentions should be clear i will tell mm-hmm. a man quick if all you want is sex i guarantee you there's a woman out there who all she wants is sex she's got her career yeah. she ain't got time for a relationship she just mm-hmm. wants some sex every now and then i promise you there's a woman out there for that and as long as we keep all, both when men and women keep our intentions clear, I think that would help 1,000%. I agree. I totally agree. What do you think, Princess? What do you say? I just, I, I feel it's like a conversation I had with my son. Um, mm-hmm. he, he, he was, he's dating this girl, and he was like, I, I really want you to be my girlfriend. I really like you. And she was like, no, nah, you you have to come correct. This ain't it. <laughs> and he was like, Mom, what did I do wrong? And I was like, why do, you want, why do you want her to be your girlfriend? What do you see in her? Like, you just saying you want her to be your girlfriend after a couple of dates means nothing to her. She, she's been dating. You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. do you see in her that makes you see her in a different light? She wants to hear those things. You're not telling her nothing. You're just saying, I want you to be my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Why do you not want to date other people? I think you need to set your intention. You need to be clear. And women, we like we like to know what you're thinking. We don't want to assume. Yes. We like to know directly. <laughs> yes. I'm with my sister and her boyfriend, and it's funny because he was saying, like, in his mind, he knew that they were a couple, and she didn't know. And I'm like, well, did you ask her? And he was like, uh, but if you're, if you're walking down the street swinging hands, you guys are a couple. I said, no. No. That doesn't make you a couple. Your intention is not there. You're, this is just an action. We need words behind action. And I think yeah. that's just it. People want to do things for the photography, for likes. Um, they want to be seen. They're not talking about the herd part. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just, for instance, about the cheesecake girl. Like, if she was really intuitive and she took the time to get to know the dude, he would have knew she didn't want to mm-hmm. go to the cheese factory. It wouldn't have been an option. That yeah. means she wasn't even vocalizing her needs, her wants, and her likes in this case. She just expected a certain type of caliber of a man to know what she should expect and like. And no. that's what we should not be doing. Not going into 2024, say what no. you want and mean what you say. Exactly. <laughs> you have expectations. Exactly. Exactly. You cannot we, assume someone knows what you want if no. you're not clear about it. You can't assume. Exactly. Never. And you shouldn't because you have... No one can read your mind. And it's just like I told someone recently. You know, you say that I'm assuming. Okay. But if you give me that ability to assume and not clear anything up, bro, I'm going to write that story for you from beginning to end. Because you're not saying anything, babe. Like, let me know. It's not hard. If you have someone that is coming to you and saying to you, this is what I want, this is what I would like, what about you? Now, if you don't have, if as a man or a woman, you don't have that answer at that time, say that. 
it's okay to say that. It's okay to say, I don't know right now. I, I, but I would like to, if you would like to take the time to give me the, uh, the ability to find out what I want, or, you know, I'm, I, I just want to be a friend right now because I got things going on and I need say that. I, right. it, it may, it's so frustrating to be in a situation talking to someone, trying to get to know someone, but you're bringing me your representative instead of bringing me yourself. Because at right. the end of the day, I want you. I don't want your representative. After we've mm-hmm. talked for two, three weeks, that representative should be gone now. But if you're consistently bringing your representative, because that shit's going to crack, babe. It's going to crack. And we're going to see who you really are. And then when you see that, I ain't going to like you. Like, I'm just not going to like you. Right. (laughs) You know, be you. And it's okay. Be comfortable. And I think that's the thing. Sorry. I think that's the biggest thing is that people are not comfortable being their authentic selves or don't know how and then you're going out here attempting to date but you but you're not being authentic. Go ahead, T. That reminds me, um, Lady T when we spoke I mean not Lady T, excuse me. Um, Sasha when we spoke earlier about the date that I went on with that guy. <laughs> yeah. About Okay, so I, about the backstory, Lady T, I went on a date with this guy, and he asked me where did I want to go. I told him we went. We had a great time, and um, he told me he wanted to go. He wanted to take a shower. He was like, I want to take a shower. I don't live. I, li- I don't live in this area, but I have to be in this area for the next three days. Um, can we go back to? The, I'm going to go back to the room, take a shower. Do you want me to drop you off? Or do you want to go? Where I was staying, um, my family wasn't due back till like three in the morning, so I was like, cool. But I let him know, like, yeah, I'll go back, but I'm not having sex with you. I'm, I, yeah, I ain't doing that. And he was like, oh, no pressure, no, it's no, no sweat off my back. Like it was clear, right? He was just one of them people that was so transparent. It was mind-boggling to me. So this while he crazy. goes to take a shower, there's a knock on the door, and so <laughs> I don't open the door. I go tell him like, there's somebody knocking on your door. He was like, oh yeah, let him in. I'm like, let them in, and it's two chicks. Okay, so the two chicks come in, and they're, you know, one compliments me on my hair, the other one compliments me on my outfit, and while they're complimenting me, they're getting undressed, and I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, oh my god, wait a minute. <laughs> so he comes, he comes out to the bathroom with the towel wrapped around him, and he was like, and I'm just looking, he was like, are you, are you okay? And I'm like. I'm looking like, like I, I couldn't even form the words. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, he was like, it's no pressure. I know I just met you, went on a date, but um, I need my issue. So, you know, I'm about to get my issue. He was like, you can stay and partake or, you know, you can continue to watch TV. Like, but no problem. Like, he was so, this is me. This is what I want. This is what I'm doing. And this, I mean, even going forward, and I seen him later on, he just like, he was just so in his authentic self. And me, I was just so, like, shocked. Like, oh, no, this is not my cup of tea. This is too much. Oh, my goodness. But I think I really missed out on somebody that could have been the real pertinent person in my life because I really value people who are, who live in their authentic, true 
himself. Yes. And he Absolutely. never gave bullshit. It was mm-hmm. it is he he meant what he said and he was who he was. I mean, mm-hmm. the people who knew that I went out on a date with him, they were like, Do you know who that is? Like I didn't even know. I was so unaware of people that he was just like this big time dude. Like and I didn't know who he was. Like I didn't even know his, his real name. I knew the name that he gave me. And when people were like, You went out on a date with Twin and I'm like, Yeah and they're like, Do you know who that No like it was only one date. It was too much for me, you know. And they were like, he don't even, you know, he don't even go out on dates like that. Look, he must have really liked you. And I'm like, he was cool. He was really, he was really honest. But he, he was yeah. a little bit too much for me. Yeah. But I feel like I cheated myself out of that too much because my boy was. <laughs> and see, you like when you that right, right there. there. I would have been stuck, stuck. Yeah, right? Oh, <laughs> Come on, but I I'm gonna tell you something, men. When women and even women with men, when people are being authentic, we love it. Um, yes. With my situation, I told a, a, a gentleman, your communication skills suck. Like they're not. It, and he changed it. Like he he changed it to where it improved. And I was like, okay, good. But in the beginning, he was like, you're tripping. I said, I'm not tripping. I'm telling you. This is what I look for, and this is what I need. And mm-hmm. it, you might not be the person to give it to me, but instead of me that. just not just ignoring you or not responding to you, I'd rather tell you from the bat, hey, you know, when we have a conversation or whatnot and we're talking or whatnot, we have a wonderful conversation and we're connecting, but it's few and far between. That mm-hmm. changed. Now, mind you, it changed for two weeks or so, and it's gradually starting to go back. So, it's like, okay, well, all right. But at the same time, I'm being understanding because he's trying. That's the right. thing. I think that sometimes when we express to a person that we like how we feel about a certain thing and they tell mm-hmm. us they're going to change it or work on it, we want it instantly. Not understanding, yeah. you don't, one, some, no one's ever told them that because they wouldn't be doing it, I wouldn't think. So it takes a while for them to change that behavior and or that pattern. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It really does. And, and you have to be open and willing to be, and, and this is my issue, Okay vulnerability. I'm not good with vulnerability. I'm just now as a 46-year-old woman, I'm just now embracing my vulnerability. So, it is a task for me to realize like everyone that I come in contact with, I don't have to be vulnerable. But if you're in my personal space, like if you're in my sanctuary and I'm sharing something with you, don't gaslight me. Like, don't be dismissive of me because now I'm going to be looking at you real cockeyed. Like, don't do that because it takes a lot for people to, first of all, hear what you're saying to them because T and I, Lady T and I, she told me something in a conversation and I was like, what you talking about? I don't do that. Yes, you do. But I'm like, oh, do I? Huh. And I was willing to hear that because it was her delivery. And I did not think that she was coming to me 
or for me in a bad way. So I heard it and I was willing to receive what she said. So if you were with a person and they genuinely show you another side of themselves, don't laugh at that or dismiss that. Take it for what it is and be like, well, thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. I appreciate that. I appreciate you letting me see that uh, something else of you and from you. I appreciate that. And men, we like that. We as women like that. Like, it's okay. I, I tell men all the time, you if you get emotional, that's fine. You're safe. In my space, I create a safe space for anyone that comes into my space. I want anyone that comes around me to feel safe. That's just what I do. So if you feel a moment as a man and you are emotional or you cry or or you get choked up about something and you can't, that's okay, baby. You're human. It's all right. And if anyone that, any person, woman that looks at you and says, nigga, you need a man up. Ugh, that's weak. You're weak. Run. Run as fast as you can and get away from that toxic energy. It's okay. Because we are human. We are. And we have feelings and we have emotions. Show them it's okay. Really it is. And that stuff, to to see a man allow himself to be vulnerable with you as a woman, and you honor that moment, and he feels safe, that is such a beautiful thing. That's intimacy. Like, we need to get back to intimacy, y'all. Like, real talk. Real talk. But there are men that there are men and women, and I and I'm I'm just gonna be transparent that has experienced so much hurt from a significant other where they were vulnerable, where they were mm-hmm. open. When you did um, show them a side of you that no one's ever seen before, and what happens is two months later, two weeks later you and that person get in an argument and they throw it back in your face or they use whatever you said to them against you or they feel the need to go and tell the world about it when it was a moment y'all shared together. And I think for, I speak for myself, when you are vulnerable with someone and they take it and they play with you with it or they, they use it, especially with men, it causes them to, be reluctant to open back up again. They're very yeah. reluctant to to let you know them 100%. You might get 80%, you may get 70%, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get this 30% over here because when I gave old girl last time my 100%, yeah. she used that against me, and I'm yeah. not going to put myself out there like that. And it's sad that it's like that, but to me it's as if you're letting your past hurt and or old relationships win because you're stopping yourself from fully moving forward 
and, mm-hmm. you know, being happy or finding a partner that you can really be happy with. I agree. I agree. And that's why it's, it takes a lot of work to let that go. And and one thing that I want us as people, men and women, both to recognize and see is that it's okay to take space and time between your relationships. That old adage to get over another man, you need to get under a new man. No, but boo. No. No. Don't do that no more. It's not healthy. It's okay. Take some time for yourself. Heal thyself. It's all right. Like, seriously. I took, you know, people have said to me, my husband has been like a year and some change since Michael passed. And, yeah, people have said, oh, you need to get back on that horse. You need to get back on that thing. No. I will get back out there when I'm ready. I will get back out there when I feel that I am truly healed and I can give my heart and be open to another man and not feel as if I am betraying my husband. And I'll be real honest, very transparent right now with everyone. I don't feel that way. I really don't. I I had someone in my space and I felt such guilt for feeling the things that I felt for this other man in the same space that my husband was in. And I didn't expect that. And I didn't know what to do with that. And it was like, wow, you know, it was just a lot of emotions. And I realized that in me dealing with this other man, because I felt that way, I was very, I closed myself off. I was very standoffish. I was very, you know, just hands off, don't touch me, don't. But that was because I was uncomfortable a lot of times with myself and it really had nothing to do with him. Now he did his own shit. Don't get me wrong, but I take responsibility for how I behave. And I think if we both had come on the same ground in the same place grounding, I could have been more willing to be vulnerable and tell him those things. But because of some of his actions, he did not make me feel that I could cleave to him and be open and transparent like that. And so it just further divided and and put a wedge between whatever connection that we were trying to establish. So, yeah, you know, That's understandable, but I will say from a, a divorcee's perspective, so I'm divorced, I've been divorced for forever, um, but even when I had the same thing um, where my friends were like, oh, you just need to date, you just need to get back out there. First of all, getting back out there was totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no 
you meet, you get what I'm saying? You know, back in the yes. day, I'm really about to tell my age, you go to a party, you meet someone, y'all make eye contact, y'all switch numbers or, you know, whatever, whatever. Now it's online, online, online. You may meet mm-hmm. someone here, there or whatever, but it was totally different. The dynamic had completely changed. And there was a part of me that was like, I just gonna, I'm gonna go back to being married. Like this is not for me. <laughs> and now I've become so accustomed to being single that yeah. even though I do want someone in my space, I'm 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 content <laughs> with my space. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. when you come yeah. in my space, you definitely gotta come correct yeah. and everything. So. It, it it's definitely um, different out here, um, mm-hmm. especially in the time that we're in. But mm-hmm. in order for us to get things, get the good things back into dating, it's going to take men and women. And yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was going to bring up a, a subject, but I don't know how you may feel about that. So I'll just, I'll hold that, and we'll talk you, about that off, off kilt. So. Yeah. This is an open forum. Say what you got to say. So it it makes me feel like, and and y'all tell me if if I'm wrong. It makes me feel like these days we are more against each other than for each other. We are. Like you'll hear men just bashing women, and you'll hear women just bashing men. And I'm like, How did we get here? Why mm-hmm. are we here? And how can we go back to mm-hmm. what we used to have? Yes, I think everyone needs to has to earn their respect and, and get respect, definitely. I think we definitely need to respect the man, and the man should respect the woman. But mm-hmm. why are we in a, in a space nowadays where it's odd or unusual to see us loving on each other, but it's the norm for us to talk? shit about each other or come at each other or come for each other. Um, If a woman is a strong woman, oh, she's this, that, and the other. If a man stands his ground, being authentic, what we ask for, oh, Mm -hmm. he's he's being too rough around the edges. Like, where's the common common ground in that? What do y'all think about that? Um, Princess, you want to go first or... Um, um, I don't, like, I was just thinking about all this, and it, it's just a lot. I can't, I could not, <laughs> I couldn't match it. Like, I, I feel, I, I don't want to say I feel sorry, because I don't feel sorry, because honestly, if I wasn't married, I would be having the time of my freaking life. I'm not going to lie, because I'm a mess, <laughs> or whatnot, and I like to have fun, and I think dating should be fun. I didn't really get to date how I wanted to date, because I grew up in a household, like, Catholic background. Haitian background, um, you're you're with this person, you're with this person, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy to where, like, even though the woman is um, uh, faithful to the man, the man is outside doing this, this, that, and the other, but the woman is still there, you, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I grew up with a very, I want to say, tainted background, because I just really believe, like, once you're in it, you make it work, um, you do what you need to do, and had I really been open-minded and not so in my head, I would have dated, like, had fun, made myself open to experiences, 
not been so, you know, rigid, like rigid. Yeah. For a long time, I had an ex-boyfriend. He called me missionary on you. Like, <laughs> I was not open to new things at all because my grandma used to be like, you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't do this. Like, I really believed a lot of the things that I grew up hearing until I literally, um, I started a group on Facebook called, um, the, what was the group called? The seductive, so, I don't know, salacious, it's been so long, they're going to get sexual salations or something. I'm not even in the group no more, but the group is still there. But basically, it was a group I started for people who were having issues in their sex life and for uh-huh. people who wanted to learn to do more things sexually, who didn't know how to approach their partner, or for people who wanted to learn. It was like all kind of people who joined the group. And I learned so freaking much. Like, the the education behind it was so amazing to where... I honestly, I mean, I love being married, but if I wasn't married, girl, I would have had a ball. Like, <laughs> like you know, like, like I mean, some people would go live in the sex rooms where they would watch people have sex and do different things. Like, my mind is so peaked and wants to learn different things. Like, I watch this show called Sister Wives. People are like, why do you watch that show? Like, I'm very open-minded to being polyamorous. Or in a, in a, like, that type of relationship now. Because you know what I noticed? Like, not to say that a man can't be faithful. I believe if they want to, they can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. even in the Bible days, no man was with just one woman. You know what I mean? They had wives or whatnot. And I believe, like, it's a community. I've always been, like, a community-type person. I wanted a sisterhood, a community, or whatever. And I wanted a lot of children. They didn't necessarily have to be my children. I had no qualms about being with a man who had children because I feel like if I'm with you, that child is my child, too. You know what I mean? I've always been yeah. like that. So where now I'm 43 years old. I only have three kids, um, three biological kids. I have one stepdaughter. To me, she's my daughter or whatnot. My husband has the same amount of kids. You know, he's never wanted to have a lot of kids. That's where we, you know, we we falter at. Like, my brother has 12 children. And people, wow. you would have thought I would have been the one who had 12 children. I only have three. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I cheated myself out of so many things, and my life could have been so differently that I feel like people just don't know what they are missing out on, what they're, they're not dating to experience life. They're dating for an experience to show the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not personal. It's not intentional. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think it's sad because they're going to turn 40 one day. They're going to turn 50. And they're going to be like, what the hell was I doing? Yeah. It was so superficial. Everything is so superficial. And I'm just one of them people, like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I tell you like it is. You guys were talking about vulnerability and femininity. I don't, like, I always say, like, I think I'm just one of the people that I think I'm a woman, but I am so direct. Maybe it's a New Yorker in me, and I'm abrasive. I say what I mean when what I say. Men, I always was one of the people growing up. I had way more men friends than female friends. Females never yep. really gravitated to me, but I can have, like, 30 homeboys, like, all up in my house kicking it. What we eating today? What we cooking? Like people, you know, my husband told me, he told me when he met me, he's coming he's like, I thought you was a neighborhood hood rat. <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, you had so many dudes coming and going in your house. I was like, because I sold place and I did hair. Like I used to get my hustle on. Like my mama didn't give me no allowance. You wanted some money, you better get it how you get it, you know? Like yeah. I get it and I sold place or whatever. And if you wanted me to cook something, you had to pay me. So he was like, it took me to keep it with you to know, like, people just like you. Like, I had always had that personality. Women liked being around me because I had so many men around me. 
They ain't mm-hmm. like being around me because they like me. <laughs> they mm-hmm. wanted what came with me. Oh, with yeah. Me. But I would go with that person that I didn't care. Like, if, as long as you respect me, we, we, we good, you know, till we not. And you show me we not, we not. So and I think that's yeah. the dating, too. It's like people have expectations and want certain things, but they're not being direct and they're not being truthful and honest. And like I tell my children, you know, living your true, authentic self. Present this person mm-hmm. who you are. Because if you show them who you are, they have nothing to complain about or see you other than what you are and treat you accordingly. And the moment they don't, you walk away. Exactly. You don't have to apologize for nothing, and you don't have to be anything that you are not to save face or make that person feel comfortable, too. Mm-hmm. Because also when I grew up, too, I, I, um, I uh, struggled with identity. You know, I wanted to be liked. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to be like, I don't care if you don't like me. I like myself. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. was a people pleaser. I wanted to make everybody happy. I wanted to make everybody get along. I was one of them type of people. I mean, I still struggle with that a little bit because I want, you know, I like family-wise or whatnot. But mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point where I don't care if you don't talk to me. I don't care if you don't like me. It's your problem. Mm-hmm. If you don't mm-hmm. like me, you don't like yourself because I'm very likable. You know, I'll tell you straight up. <laughs> you see something about yourself you don't like, and you're mad. Oh, and so I would hate, as much as I would want to be out there dating, I would be miserable probably. Because if I couldn't do it and it'd be truthful and authentic, I wouldn't want to do it. I would be so over it. What did Taraji say? She said she's not dating black men anymore. She's dating um, over men from overseas in different countries. I feel yeah. her on that. Because growing up, Girl, you couldn't pay me to talk to a black man. You could not pay me. You had to be really? Italian. You had to be Italian. You had to be white. You had to be Irish. You had to be Russian. I grew up in a cesspool of people. It, just, it took me to come to California to be all like, what, what is here? This is just Mexicans and black people. What is, where, where everybody at? I grew up around people. You, you know what I mean? I came to California, and it was just like, okay, so it's just white people, Mexicans, and blacks? Where the yep. Panamanians? Where the Cubans? Where the Russians? Where the Germans? Like, I was bored. <laughs> like, I had a variety. I came for variety. I went to Florida. Variety, okay? Yeah. Yep. New York. I was born in New York. New York ain't nothing but variety. You getting a cesspool of every nation, country, right there yep. on your block. Don't be in a building with, like, 30 people. You getting all mm-hmm. kind of people. And then I come to California. It's like, that's all we got? This is our that's choice? Well. Oh, well. <laughs> This this not hidden. So it's like when I started dating, I never dated men who looked like my brother or who looked like my dad. Okay. Everybody I dated, you didn't know what they were. Like to this day, people be like, "What's what, what's your what's what's your husband? Where he from?" I'm like, "What you mean? Where he from? He black. <laughs> he black. They like he black. I'm like, yeah, he's black." Oh, they be like, no, nah, he ain't black now with the last name Naoki. I'm like, oh, yeah, he got, you know, he got some stuff in him, but he black, you know. But you mm-hmm. can pinpoint and be like, yeah, that that's a black man right there. He's, he's yeah. a, uh, what do I call him? He's a mutt. I like mutt. I call him mutt <laughs> because they're missing so much stuff. Because I'm a mutt or whatever. So yeah. you had to be missing so much stuff. I needed you to have um, a cultural background because if you didn't have a cultural background, my husband does not have a cultural background, by the way. He will tell you I'm a straight N-I-G-G-A, which he, he'd be like, no, nah, I'm not Hawaiian. I'm like, your last name is Naopi. You are Hawaiian. You don't even look like you're fully black. Like, if he has no color, he can look he can look like a white person. If he's around mm-hmm. a Mexican, he can look like a Mexican person. He can look like mm-hmm. a Italian. He, he can blend in with a whole lot of people. He really can. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you he really can. 
I said he really can. And then them eyes, them eyes, yes. they, they can be gray, blue, they, they crazy. So and it like picks up really on whatever, it. yeah, whatever he's around, whatever he's wearing, his eyes will, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so he opened his mouth. It's when he opened his mouth, you know, oh, yeah, he black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he black. He and black. from L.A. He wear L.A. <laughs> but, like, yeah, if you wouldn't know me back in the day, you'd be like, yeah, this is different. This this is different. And I like different. I like variety. I like culture. I like di- – I don't want the same thing all the time. I want you to have some life experiences. I want you to be like mm-hmm. – you know, when somebody's like, oh, where are we going on vacation? Can we go to another country? Can we see some different people? Can we see the world? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to just mm-hmm. go to Miami. I used to live in Miami. No offense to Miami. I love Miami. God, I love Miami. But it's like people want to do stuff for social media. And I, I yeah. hate social media. As much as it, social media has changed my life, I really hate the aspect of it that people really live for it. I'm the type of person where I detach from social media. I can literally disconnect for four or five months and be good. Wow. People uh, will detach for a week and act like they're having a conniption. They, they can't Oh, my God. That. Yes. It has I'm one of the pros people, and cons. Put your phone away. Put your phone away. No yeah, phone. Yeah, now I'm that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm that I, one. I'm like People are on Facebook at church. Mm-hmm. You know how many yeah. people I see streaming church on Facebook? And Why are they in church? Why talking about church? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, yeah. I'm glad there wasn't social media in the 90s. I am so happy there wasn't social media in the 90s. So happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I well, don't know if I would have been the person I am was. So to get back to your your original question, Lady T. Um, what was it? Why, are men, why does it seem like men and women are against each other? Um, oh. I I I do feel like it that we are and what happened. Um, I don't know what happened because at one point there was this thing of where black love was a beautiful thing and it was celebrated. Um, but now you see a lot of. And I'm not just throwing it on men, but, but you see a lot of men that say that they aren't happy with women, with black women and dating women of the West. They want okay. to go to other countries and they want a submissive woman. But I think mm-hmm. that a lot of men that are toting on about submission, they don't really know what it is. They don't really get what submission is, they think just that because they are a man, that a woman is supposed to just submit. And that's not what submission is. Um, It's all of it comes down to a lack of communication. And it's a lack also of accountability, I feel, on both sides. I feel like that men and women, both of us, are need to be held accountable for a lot of the things that we do and say. 
um, the emasculation of some men, of men by some women, I should say. You know, you can say what you need to say to somebody without emasculating a man, without being calling someone's character into question. Um, but I just think that there needs to be a moment of honesty where everyone just comes to the table, which I know won't happen, but when they come to the table and air out their grievances with each other on both sides, and then we have a conversation. But, I, you know, that's easier said than done. But um, I don't know. I, I I often wonder where it came from. And I tell you when I noticed it after after my husband died, I I started to notice how men, um, especially on Instagram, how a lot of men talk to women, how they see women, and it's so degrading, and it's so. Um, you hear, you know, when you hear another man that is like, I follow this guy on Facebook, Johnny J, and he's a lover, like he loves women, and he puts out things on his page where he, you know, he's talking about his woman and, um, how he likes to make love to her and how much he enjoys being sexual with her. But it's not like he's trying to have sex with two, three, four, five different women. It's one woman. And he's talking about love and sex and intimacy with one woman. But then you hear a lot of men that look at his page and follow what he does. And they'll say, oh, he's pandering. Um, he's just doing that for the, for women. He's cockled. He's a cockled man. He's like, yeah, I am because I enjoy being under my woman. I don't take that as an insult, but people say that men, other men say that. And then the, we as women are looking at him and thinking, damn, where your brother at? Where you at? <laughs> Can we clone you? Can we make three, four more of you? We want you, <laughs> you know, and you hear, you also, with the, with Kevin Samuels, when he came out, and it's like, it became cool, it became the norm to talk about a high-value man, but yet and still... You talking so much trash, so much dirt on a woman. What? But yet you, what do you want? And that's where it goes back into, you know, if you got men that are paying so much attention to their homeboys and they out here with their boys and they doing this with their boys and they taking vacations with their boys, are you... Do you want a woman? What do you want? What, what do you want? Do you do, do you like women? 
That's what I ask. Like, I ask a lot of guys, do you like women? Yeah, I like women. No, not do you like to fuck women. Do you like women, period, as people? Do you like women as people? Do you like women as humans? Do you see us as humans? Or are we just disposable? And I think that, unfortunately, is a way that a lot of God, a lot of men, some men, let me clarify, some men think. Because all men don't think the same and all men are not the same. But that's how some men think. And, and you have these podcasts and things where they bash and that's all they do. And it's just the rest that is out there um, and it's it is detracting away from the real issues that are going on and the things that could be worked out between us as men and women um, as black men and black women because at the end of the day regardless of what you want if you don't want to date a black woman then don't that's your choice it's your preference it doesn't mean that all black women are the same, just as all black men are not the same. Um, but I, I really think it's a lack of accountability, and you have a lot of you have a lot of people in other people's ear, and they're not thinking for themselves. And then, and at the same time, you got hurt people hurting people. Um, so. That's my thought about it. I, I find it sad, though, because really, um, you're really missing out on the opportunities to to create these wonderful interactions with each other. Because, of, you know, men of different races, they are attractive. They are some attractive men that are whites and Puerto Rican and everything else. But for me personally, I love a black man. I just do. I like a brother. I want me a black man. That's just what I want. And I think we are together, a black man and a black woman, the two of them together, they understand. Like, it's nothing like being with your black man and you a woman and you see somebody like this white woman clutching her purse and moving away from your man because she think that he going to do something to her. And then you just pull up on him like, and you just grab up on him because you know Honey, you safer here with my man than you are with some of these other little scallywags out here. Because he is a man's man, you know? And it's it's those types of things. Like, we we understand the the cultural things that we go through um, as men and women in this world, you know? I don't think that... Black men have it so much easier 
or that black women have it so much easier than men. I think that we all suffer in our own way, in our own right. And it's nothing like having a brother when you can come home and you don't had to cold switch all day and you've been talking like that and then you get home and you can be you and he gets you and you can just let your hair down and just be in that space. That's beautiful. To me, that is so beautiful. And it's it's just nothing like it. And we are missing out. Because there are so many women that are choosing to be single because they don't want to deal. And that's sad. That's sad. It's really sad. And I don't want that for myself. I was with someone for 10 years. And I don't want the rest of this life that, I, that I'm that i living to be alone. I don't. I'm too good of a woman to be alone. I'm too good of a partner to be alone. And not sharing this love and these things that I have inside of me that I can give to a man, a black man. So with that, with that being said, um, you're too good of a woman to be single, and I think it's a lot of us that feel that way, but are you – so it's like kind of you got to pick. Are you too good of a woman to be single, or are you with, willing – I can't talk. Are you willing to settle? No, neither. I'm not willing right. to settle. Right. Mm-mm. Right. And I don't I don't think I don't think that um that you have to. And I think that that's the problem is that there are a lot of people, especially men that think that you have you have all these stacked against you as a woman, you know, especially those of us that are older. I'm 46. I can't have babies like that. Like, I I got to, there's a competition between women already, and now you throw in the fact that you got men that um, are waiting just as well as women that are waiting to have children. So now you have a lot of these older men, 46 to 50 or plus, now they're starting all over. And the women that they're picking, they are picking younger women because they are fertile. And, you know, it's like, well, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But I'm not going to settle because I – I know my worth, and I know my value. I am, too, a high-value woman. (laughs) You know? Um, No, you don't have to settle. Um, I think that there is someone out there for everyone. It took me a long time to um, be found by the man that married me. It was a long time. <laughs> um, 
And I think that some things that are some things that are worth having are worth waiting for. Um, and it it will take time, you know. But I'm not gonna give up on what I want and or myself or the fact that I deserve to be in a healthy, stable relationship, partnership with someone. But um yeah. But it's so, hard out here. Um, Sasha, when, hmm? when is your next date? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> what about you, Lady T? Say that again. What about you? When is your, I mean, are you dating? Yes. So okay. mine will be, um, the gentleman I was talking about earlier, it will mm-hmm. be um, not next week, but the week after. Okay. And so yeah. with, with dating, with dating newly, um, um, like, because like I said, I've, I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been with my husband for 23 years. Okay. So, so it's like, do you, because I'm trying to tell my son, my son is like, when he's invested, he's invested. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I want him to be like, oh, no, you need a week off. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have to see her after work every day. Um, right. Like you got to give that person who, time to miss you. Right. Yeah. He really sets his intentions, and he, he he's all in. And we as women, we like that. We really, really like that. But I don't want him to be seen as a sucker. And I say mm-hmm. that because I was the girl who um, I had a boyfriend once upon a time, and he was a good dude. He was he was really good, but I ran over him so badly. It was so bad, and I feel so bad about it. And I I his mama couldn't stand me. She had every right. She had every right. And I did the same the first, thing. The first, I did the, the only same time thing. I can say that. He he was nice. When I mean he was nice, anything I wanted I could have. He catered to me. I used to have him drop me off. He was my boyfriend, but he he didn't know he wasn't really my boyfriend. I used to have him drop me off to my real boyfriend house and tell him that my real boyfriend was my cousin. That's how bad it was. Like it was horrible. I was horrible. Um, <laughs> but it's just like I totally took advantage of him because it was like. I was so enamored with the fact that, oh, my gosh, anything I want from this person, any time, attention, um, money, trips, anything I wanted, I could get. And it was never like, what do you need? It was never like, I need, it was It was always, what do you need? How can I make mm-hmm. your day better? I didn't value that at all. He was just too nice. And we never liked mm-hmm. the ones that's too nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not. We never liked the ones that's too nice. And I could not get over that. I'm like, oh, no, you're too good. Like, uh-uh, uh I need the one that get on my nerves. And <laughs> right? there got to be a little contention there. It was just too easy. Oh, and not. Mm-hmm. But so when I say with dating, like, okay, so what do you like? Okay, so if you go on a date on a Monday, do you not, do you not go out again until, like, a Friday? Right, for me. Because I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to be, and nor do I want him to be, a bugaboo. And then my thing is, you are added to my life. You're not my life. Mm -hmm. I have a life, but you're adding to my life, not, and believe it or not, some men have an issue with that. I've been told you do too much. (laughs) What do you mean I do too much? I have a life. I'm living. 
oh, no, mm-hmm. you don't have time for me. You're doing too much. I do have time for you, but every not single you. moment is not mm-hmm. about you. See, with that, I think it's dangerous when you do that. that. With that, okay, so when I was dating my now husband, we were just dating. Um, we went through a stage where he was he, he came to see me every day, like every day. And um, this is when uh, my friend showed me how to start my own business and all this other stuff, and I was doing it from home. And I literally only, went, you know, just through socializing stuff, I left the house, but I was always at home, and he was coming to my house like every day, every day, every day, every day, all day, every day. And I knew he was dealing with his, um, his daughter's mother. Uh, when I, I used to be like, we're just talking. We're having fun. We're just talking. And I'm one of them people, like, I, if we're just talking and dating, I, you know, I was real, like, like I said, I was rigid. I was one of them people, like, don't even think about having sex with me because I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that till I, till I'm completely 100% invested and I feel that you're there. But he was still dealing with his daughter's mom and who else. I didn't care because I wasn't there with him. And I just remember, you remember pagers, how you can leave a message, like the little message on the pager or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so one day I went to page him and um, his baby mama, I hate that term, but she was playing the boy is mine. And she was like, oh, you read such and such, this is his wife. And I felt like being real petty that day. And I was like, well, dang, if you're his wife, I'm going to see his mistress because he's with me for literally 23 hours a day. Wow. I would hate to be the wife. <laughs> right? Because literally he would be with me for 23 hours a day. It got to the point to where my mom was like, why do I see you every day? I see you more than I see my son. Like, you know what I mean? And I had, I never got tired of seeing him every day. Like, when when days went and I didn't see him, he'd be like, wow, you really didn't even kid me up. And I was one of them people to where, like, when you're out of sight, like, you're away from me, I don't go looking for you. I Out of sight, out of mind. Not to say, like, I don't think about you, but I'm not going to see about you, especially if I saw you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. You know what I mean? I'm, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I saw you. Oh, and, I, and I noticed that he really had a problem with that he was like he was bringing it up as we were in a relationship he was like you're just one of the people who you never really saw about me you didn't call me to find out how my day was going I'd be like but I saw you like two days ago and he'd be like but that was two days you know what could happen in two days and I'm like well if you did something you weren't supposed to be doing in two days how would I change it you know that that was my mindset like or whatever I was never fully invested to the where um I would need you right back but he was the type of man he needed that you know what I mean? Some men mm-hmm. need that. They want to mm-hmm. see you every day. They want you to yep. call them 30 minutes from when they leave the house and they got home, and they want to talk yep. on the phone. Uh, to me, that's just too freaking much. Like, I'm one of them people, like my son, when he met his daughter's mom, they worked together. They went to work together. They went home together. They went on. I was like, how do you breathe? I could never work with myself. That would drive me bananas. I need room from him. He needs room for me. But I noticed that him and his dad are very similar. Like when they're invested and locked in, they're locked in. And the moment they're not getting that reciprocating energy, they have a problem with it. And then one day my uncle told me, my uncle was like, most men who are like that don't have good relationships with their moms. And I said, well, I don't think that's true because Kaya has, my son named Kaya. I was like, Kaya has a great relationship with me. And he was like, yeah, but he was lacking his father for a period of time in his life. So it's either one parent was absent. So he needs that comfortability of knowing that you're still there all the time. It gives him comfort. Mm-hmm. And then when he doesn't have comfort, he doesn't know how to feel because now it's like you took it away from me. So it's mm-hmm. like, so for the men that are like that, 
and us women just be like, look, I saw you Monday. I'll see you on Friday or Saturday. And it's a turnoff. It becomes like a turnoff for us, right? Like, it's just too much. How do you deal with that? Because there's a lot of men that really want you to be so invested to when you're not invested in them like that, they they begin to get turned off themselves because they don't feel you're that into them as you should be. Right. And that's hard because there are some men out there like that that really, like you said, they want you to text and they just left the house or call and you just left mm-hmm. the house and a lot of times for me, that doesn't work out for me because mm-hmm. even though I'll text you throughout the day to say, hey, I hope you're having a great day or send you a text and ask you how your day's going, et cetera, et cetera, there are some days where you're not going to hear from me. And it's not because I'm not thinking about you, just like you just said. It's just, you know, you're I'm doing other things. I am thinking about you, but I, yeah, I'm, I, that's, I'm definitely not that um, for me, it was it's um, I didn't have a problem with it because Michael was like that. Um, but we lived we lived so far away from each other, um, so it made a difference. We were like nine states away from each other. And so for two years, our relationship was long distance on the phone, and that made a difference. And so it was, we had a routine, and when we actually got together and we started living together and we got married, um, he would go home to visit his mother for two to three weeks, and that was my time away from him, and that was his time away from me. He didn't always like it. I did because I I got a vacation from him. I got a chance to miss him, and it worked in our favor that did. Um, but we worked together. We lived together. We played together, everything together, um, and we had to – I said to him – Okay, we got to have something separate. And so I separated us. But Michael was locked in. So for me, I like it. But at the same time, don't drown me. (laughs) And I know that's like, that don't make a whole lot of sense. But it does. Like, I like it. I like for men to be locked in. But don't don't crowd me all the time. Don't do that. Don't don't have to be under me 24. And it's not necessary. But I do like for men to be locked in because I'm big on intimacy and my love language is acts of service and um I I want him in my in my space because I want to do things for him. I want to cater to him. I want to cook for him. Like I'm in love with someone when I will cook a full course meal. Like I will have courses, three, four, five courses, and a dessert. Like I'm 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 head over heels. <laughs> 
So those kind of things just they work for me. So I I I kind of like a man that is not possessive, but he likes to be in my company and I like him in my company and we can just do whatever. We don't have to talk. We don't have to do anything. So if I went out with someone Monday, I would probably see them again before Friday or at least talk to them before Friday. Um, but I would probably overthink it and be like, I'm not going to call him today. I'm going to let him rest for me today. And when I used to do that, Michael would be like, why you haven't called me today? Why haven't I heard from you today? What were you doing today? I missed you. You know, so well, I thought you didn't want to talk to me. I thought I needed to give you a break. I didn't ask for a break, did I? No. Okay, then. So that's, that's kind of how it was. And so I like a man like that. And I know all men are not like that, that want you in their space. And so the person that I was trying to date, they don't really like me in their space. And that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. For me, yeah, because I, I like that, so, uh-oh, we lost our caller, we lost Princess, Princess, call back in if you can, Um, but yeah, so, I like that kind of stuff, I, it just makes me smile, <laughs> I don't know, what can I do, but yeah, that's how it is. Um, you got anything else you want to add, Lady P, before we clear off these airwaves? No. Like, um, not really. No. Not really. Well, the list. So, the list. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? So, there is a list of women that you should not date. Yeah. I've seen that one. And that's the that's the list. Mm. And I'm literally like, after number one, I'm off the list. <laughs> so it says do not date a single mom. Yep. Does not to date a single Don't mom. A, do not date a single mom. Do not date a woman a that lives. The one that got me was don't date a woman that lives alone. I'm off the list. I'm counted out. And and I'd like to travel. Don't date a woman that likes to travel. Right. Don't date a woman who likes to travel. Don't date a woman who lives alone. Don't date a woman who's a single mom. So you literally canceled out a good 60 to 70% of women, if not more. Yeah. So, again, who are you going to date? Like a lot of people were saying about that list. That list was about, um, looked like one angry dude. He was real angry. 
like, I don't know who he was representing, but boy, oh boy. Like, do you want to want, that's when I go back to that question, do you like women? Do you like women? Yes, not so much about are you gay or are you, you know, but do you just in generally like women? Because there are a lot of, or do you look at a woman as an object? Because mm-hmm. some men do look at women Commodity. as an object, a disposable yeah. object. I get what yeah. I want from you, which is nine times out of ten sex, and I yep. put you over to the side, and I come back and I use you when I need it again. Or yep. I move on to the next. Like, let's just or, be real. Yeah, or I keep doing what I was doing, playing with you, her, in the third. Because that's mm-hmm. what I was doing anyway. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So Exactly. Yes, there are a lot of men, quite a few. I hate to say a lot, and I, I hate to say those generalized terms. Right, and I'm there not are, talking about the men who keep it 100 and are like, no. this is all I want right now. I'm not looking no. for anything else. I can't commit right now. Mentally, I'm not there right now. Do you mm-hmm. mind you know, we spend some time with each other when we get an itch or whatever. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking yeah, about the ones it. that literally come along and talk that talk and make you think that they mm-hmm. want something, a relationship or a commitment mm-hmm. with you. And then mm-hmm. after whatever, you give it up or y'all have an intimate moment and then mm-hmm. he's ghost or conversations get fewer and fewer and then, it starts to, you know mm-hmm. how the conversations go, oh, you tripping. You yep. know, I think we need some yeah. time apart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the transparent man. The transparent man, please stay transparent. Please stay authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. But I'm talking about yeah. that one that's just, yeah, making it bad your for cousin. everybody else. Yeah, your cousin in them. Yeah. Yeah. So your frat brother. Yeah. This is what I wanted to do. I've already had somebody talk about. So let let's put our own list together. Places that men should not take plus size women or super size women. women get mad at me, but if you know, you know, okay? Don't take us to no fair. Girl. Don't take us to no fair. Because what we gonna do? What (laughs) we gonna do? I'm just keeping it 1,000. I love the stuffed animals. Don't get me wrong. The games, whatever, whatever. But who? Who? And then Mm -hmm. what kills me is Six Flags. What we gonna do? What's the point? (laughs) Cause the ultimate ride is gonna be you trying to get my behind up in there walking around that whole park without me cussing you you out. 
I mean, Thank let's you. Just be real. And, I, and mind you, we are laughing because we are plus size beautiful women. But at the yes, end of the yes. day, we're being so real because even oh, though yes. your intentions may be good, pay attention to your woman. You get what I'm saying? Now, I'm not yes. saying there are not some lovely BBWs and SSBBWs out there who cannot walk the walk and talk the talk. By all means, yeah. they can. But they to can. get on one of them rides at Six Flags, baby. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. And, and please, cool. and please, when you take me to a restaurant, please. Make sure that the table can come out like and move. Please don't have one of them stationary or or one of them booth seat, bruh, bruh. The bolted down tables, the welded Bruh. tables, the welded table. That is the that is the second enemy of a plus size woman. You we all know what the first one is. <laughs> that white chair, <laughs> that white at the cookout, at the cookout, cookout. Chair, yes. The family reunion chair. Don't mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we don't we don't play like that. Don't do mm-hmm. that. Don't do it. Please don't do don't it. Don't do it. We will get mm-hmm. up. Look, get up, get what we brought and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Straight <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> and leave. Like what? What is this? I'm going to be uncomfortable. Let me do that. Uncomfortable. Like, you know, bro, look at me and look at that chair. You know damn well. Right? That's literally what you're thinking. Like, so you didn't think this all the way through, right? (laughs) Oh, I I didn't think about it, buddy. Or we can tell. We can tell. Thank you. Or, uh, we we going on vacation and we renting a car mm-hmm. and you want to get one of them little fucking economy cars. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> I cannot stand you. your bag of tea, uh, you got no tricks to play with this, don't waste my time. Don't, 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 okay, okay, let me get to that. I do not want to, so first of all, we're not doing fetishes. We're not doing fetishes. You got this fetish of being with a big girl. You've always Mm -hmm. wondered what it was like. It's something you want to scratch off your list so when you and your homies are having a conversation, you can say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I tag one. No, 
That's not what we're no. doing. That's Mm-mm. not what we're doing. That's nah, not don't. what we're doing. <sighs> now, player. Now, yeah, again, there are women out there who don't mind. Who don't mind? But, but put you it out there. Both? Don't act like. Don't act oh. like you want to literally be with her, be with her. But then yeah. after you've mm-hmm. been with her or in her, mm-hmm. you let just, her stuff. Let's just keep it all the way transparent when you done got all up in them guts. Because let's not play and believe because some of y'all brothers be thinking, oh, is she that big then? Hell, I know it's going to be that big. And then you run up in one of them and it's super tight. (laughs) Oh, but don't don't mess around and get the right one where you get super stuck. Now, come on now. Don't mess around and think, oh, I'm probably going to have to block her. Oh, I'm probably. <laughs> what mm. they say, fuck around and find out. <laughs> hey. Hey. Like, oh. don't get it twisted because it, it, it does happen. It does yeah. happen. That's yeah. Happen. And please yes. don't. We all think. have had our moments of getting stuck. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. yeah. Where it turned out to be a lot better than what you thought it was going to be. It was going to be. Because it was like estimated. It was like a river. <laughs> right now. It was like a river runs through it. <laughs> that part. That whole part. And don't think that big women can, yes, okay, I'm going to stop telling our secrets, but don't think that we don't have imaginations. Don't think that we're not flexible. Don't think that. Please don't. Boy, Please, son, don't don't think that I won't eat you like a chicken leg on the bone. Oh, you heard me. <laughs> 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 she you really <laughs> No, but for real, people assume yes. because we are of a bigger size that we're not able to do certain things, and that's not mm-hmm. the case. That is not that the is case. Not. That's just why I said some, oh, and not all of us, yeah. will, can't handle six flags. Some of us can walk exactly. that thing out, but <laughs> you're not getting on the rides. And, and I'm sorry, over, I'm not down. paying what I got to pay to get up in there just no. to walk it out. Uh, not me. Yeah. Um, also, I want, I want y'all, I want men that think that you want a plus size or a super size woman, I want you to understand that you cannot just jump on my ride and fuck me, fuck on me, <laughs> fuck on me without some foreplay. And I need you to do the foreplay. Please, also another one, don't think just that because I'm a big girl, that I don't think I am the shit. 
up. Because I am. And some. And yes. some. Please yes. don't. Don't get your feelings hurt. The confidence hurt. is on a thousand. The confidence is oh. on a thousand. On Triple. A thousand. Triple. Triple. Double. Quadruple. I'm the shit. <laughs> and I'm pretty. <laughs> I can't stand you. And I'm pretty. And I'm pretty. But for real, like, in this dating, I think that the dating game does not have to be like this. Like, it doesn't have to be more myths than hits. And there are people out there that are, you know, falling in love. There are people out there who are Mm -hmm. uh, finding their person. And here's my thing. Not everyone's goal is to get married. No, it's not, not everyone's goal is to tie the knot. That's a serious no, conversation to have with someone because there are men who are like, I'm looking for a soulmate. If you're not looking to settle down and you're not looking to get married, be very transparent with that gentleman. But be mindful yes. if he tells you, I'm looking for a wife, my next wife, any part of the sentence has wife in it, be mindful mm-hmm. that, and I'm just going to be transparent, that you fill in that space until mm-hmm. wifey comes along. Or mm-hmm. he may be still trying to make you wifey because he, he cares about you that much. He's connected with you that much. So he mm-hmm. wants you in his life. So mm-hmm. that is something that I saw that an older woman had said, you can't be mad if someone says they're looking for something and you're just filling the space until that person comes along. Exactly. Excuse me. And I was like, exactly. "Wow, that's that's yeah. that's deep." Because I mean, Very deep. they're being honest and they're telling you mm-hmm. what they want and what they're mm-hmm. looking for. And if he puts out there, that's what he wants, and you're putting out there, "I don't want to be that." Then you're settling. He's settling until mm-hmm. wifey material comes along. So that's mm-hmm. where conversation needs to happen, and you need to make sure that you know communication is there between the two of you, not assumptions. I think that if we stop assuming, if we do more communication and less assuming, I think that this thing can change. And like I said, there's always someone out there looking for the same thing that you're looking for. If you're interested in poly, there's other people interested in poly. If you're interested in being a unicorn. What? A unicorn. What's what's that? A unicorn is a woman that goes into a committed relationship and she is the lover. She could be the lover, she could be the caretaker, she can be the the mistress. she can be whatever she wants to be. And she is called a unicorn. So she goes into an already committed relationship? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. You just taught me something. I I didn't know what that was. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a a polyamorous type situation where she could be. Willow is. That's Willow. Because that's Mm -hmm. what she she likes to. she has expressed in a red table that she likes communication more than the physical. 
penetration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that means. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's okay to be a unicorn if that's what you want. It's okay to be out here and you want a daddy dumb. It's okay. It's okay. But there are certain parameters, and that's another show that we're going to have eventually about daddy doms and being a dominant and being submissive. So there's nothing, there's a difference between a dominant and a daddy dom. So those are, they are still in the same family, but they're two different things. They act different. They do. Like a daddy dom, he is daddy. Daddy dom is Monique and her her daddy. Her husband, Sydney. Okay. Sydney is her daddy. And a dominant, you know, he can be more physical, more um, forceful more but a daddy dom he is going to um chastise you when you're bad a daddy dom will praise you when you're good a daddy dom will teach you how to relax and and, and take the dick like you want like he wants you to a daddy dom is just daddy Doms are they're not as they're not as they're not as forceful. They're not as is you know some would say what other shows do you have lined up. Oh ma'am. You're just gonna have to wait and see. But um but yeah that that's one. Um I have a few other things. I have a guest coming up um on the seventeenth. Um, she is the editor of her own magazine. It is an online magazine, HPS, Deidre, Deidre Gibbs. She's out of Houston, Texas. Um, it's been a long time interview that was supposed to happen, but life be life, honey. So she's coming on the 17th. Um, I have another, um, I have, I'm trying to get my waist measurements so that she can make me a belly chain. Um, Artsy, she's out of Philadelphia. She has a new business called uh, Grandma's Hands, but she also makes, um, she makes belly chains. She makes them for plus size and super size BBWs as well. You just got to get your exact measurements and she'll make it. And it takes her a minute. To make them because not only do she make them but she prays over them and um, she sets the intentions for them for your waist beads. Okay. That would yeah. be interesting. Yeah, I definitely would be interested yeah. in that. Yeah. I gotta get I gotta get my beads. I gotta get my waist beads made. Um, and let me see what else I got coming up. 
Um, I don't know. I just got a few other things that are coming. Um, I got a money show coming up. Um, oh, and I also want to put out, like, if you're listening and you're a poet, listen. February of 2023, Sasha's Playpen was fire. Okay. So if you want a little bit more of that heat and you want a little more of that play play and that action, baby, come on. Hit my email, nighttalkwithsasha69 at gmail.com. If you are a poet, a spoken word artist, if you talk about love, sex, fucking whatever, a little bondage, a little play, a little action, we all open over him, baby. All twenty twenty. Oh, we open, open for. <laughs> yeah, we open, <laughs> open for business. So, if you are a poet and you want to be a part of Sasha's playpen, come on in. Come on in the room. That will be in February but of, course there will of be next, uh, next year. That's going to be February of 2024. So we're already okay. pulling people. I need poets. I need spoken word artists. Uh, whatever you do. If you do a little BDSM, want to do a little play on air, come on. Come on, Cletus. Come on. You want to tell me about flogging? You want to instruct on some flogging? We can do that. We're open. We're open. Yes. All 2024, we are open. We're going to do some fucking. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) I'm trying to set him up right for Valentine's. Because, I mean, you want to start it. Like, come on now. You want to tie me to the bed. You want to tie her to the bed. You want to spread eagle. You want to, oh, y'all, come on. Like, let's do these sex toys. You got the handcuffs, the spreader. You put the ankles to the, you put the wrist to the ankles. And yeah, you is. Yes. Five-point stand, shawty. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Beautiful. Sex is beautiful. Sex is good. It in is. Any, any way that you can get it, like, you know. Yeah, so Valentine's, you want to, you want to, come on. Come on in the room, babies. Come on. And come to Sasha's Playpen, and uh, we're going to play. We're going to have a little fun. Yeah, we're going we gonna to talk about some things. We're going to get it crack-a-lacking. And we're eventually, eventually, Sasha's Playpen is going to become a real live occurrence in the work. Yeah, don't you like that? Don't you like that? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you like that idea? I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not going to be 2024, though. That's 
give me two give me two years. Give me two years. Twenty twenty six, I'll be ready to have Sasha's playpen live in a city close to you. We're gonna start it out in the ATL, shout. That's where I live. That's where my people at. I'm gonna start in the ATL and um yeah, we're gonna yeah. We're gonna have a, a whole showcase. A little poetry, a little spoken word, a little flogging, a little BS, a little play, a little role play, a little let's just do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Burr. I'm excited. Yeah. So um and your shows are on Friday night, right? Yes, my shows air on Friday night from 9 to 11. That's when they air. But now I also have a show about money that is going to that's coming out. Now it used to be Money Wednesday, but we're now going back to Money Monday. And I'm also going to be throwing in once a month, once a month on a Saturday, we're going to do Self-Care Saturday. So with Self-Care Saturday, that show is just going to be about what it says, self-care. We're going to talk about mental health for men, for women. We're going to talk about therapy, group therapy, art therapy. We're going to talk about everything that needs to be talked about. Now, that is just one topic on Self-Care Saturday that I'm going to talk about is mental health across the board for everyone, man, woman, and child. But then the next one, it'll be on something different. It won't just be on mental health. But the first one that's going to take place this month in November is going to be on mental health. And we're going to talk about the mental health of black men. I think that we need to start speaking about the mental health of our brothers and encouraging them to seek help and therapy uh, wherever in whatever capacity that they need. Um, And, you know, there are often conversations about women and therapy and how we should and we do, you know, and it's great. And I would love to have, continue to have those conversations. But I also want my platform, Night Talks with Sasha, to be a platform where we will talk about all people and all facets of life. And so we don't man bash here. We welcome men here. There's nothing like a man. The way he smells, the way he moves, the way he looks. There's nothing like a beautiful black man, honey. Nothing. And whoever told you that it was, like, it wasn't. They told a lie. They lied to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. <laughs> they lied to you. It ain't nothing like a beautiful black man. Move Absolutely. Red. With broad shoulders. Got a nice one. Anyway. Yeah, so. That's that. But that's what's happening. Also, and, you know, things are coming up for Christmas. So stay on the lookout. Um, getting ready to do. If you want to participate 
in a clothing drive. I'm going to get the information from um, Riri. Y'all know Riri. That's my girl. Real plans, real talk. So if you, it's a clothing place, um, a shelter, Groveway in Atlanta, Alpharetta, somewhere in that area. I'll get the exact info. But that's our charity. That's Night House with Sasha's charity. And I'm also going to do one up here close by me as well. I'm going to try to donate. So if you have blankets, coats, gloves, anything like that that you can spare and you want to help, then bring it on. You don't have to do it here where I am. Do it in your area. Do it. Just do it. But that's going to be our charity for Christmas. So we definitely, we're going to try to get um, Riri and um, um, the ladies from Groveway on and talk to them. So that's going to be coming up in December. So stay tuned. I've missed you all. I love you. Can't wait to be back on the air with you. I really miss y'all. I really, really have. So I'm glad to be back on air. It feels good. I'm in a good space. I'm in a good mental space. Shit is, I'm, I'm good. I am so good right now. Yes. Like, I'm vibing. Like, ah, uh, I'm with my, yeah, wonderful. Okay. Okay. So I will see y'all Monday. We're going to talk about some money. And we're probably going to jump back in and visit with Miraculous about these Bitcoin because he ain't called me yet and told me I need to put my money down on whatever. Bruh, what's going on with the Bitcoin? Thought you was, I thought you was my man. I thought you was my man. Like you was going to be telling me how to do my stuff. Nothing. Dead air. But anyway, so we're going to check in back with um, Miraculous and find out with Johnny Miraculous Conley about Bitcoin and all that good stuff. And um, um, and it's getting ready to be that time of the year, Black Friday, because y'all know that Walmart is doing a Black Friday sale. And if you got Walmart Plus, that you can get the sale early. It's going to start November the 8th. But if you got Walmart Plus, baby, you can get it before then. Okay? We got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. Like, I don't like what Walmart doing. I got to get my coins. And they playing games already. Like, how you going to have Black Friday sale and it ain't even close to Black Friday yet? November literally just came in. Yes, but they're already talking about having a Black Friday sale. Because you know I get it in my email, right? Right. And And there are some very good sales, though. Some very good stuff in there. Very good stuff in there. Y'all will not. You got it, too. Let me say. Yes, sir. I do. And my thing is, is that um, as far as. From what I can tell, clothing 
if you have children or if you have grandchildren or you do like to sponsor a family, that would be the time to do so because I find that's the the best mm-hmm. sale right now. Some of the electronic mm-hmm. things, you're talking to a professional shopper here, some of the electronic things, are, some of them I would still wait till Cyber Monday, but with the clothing, mm-hmm. yeah, they have some really, yeah. really good sales. The day after Thanksgiving sales and yeah. the Black Friday sale, um, those prices to me are, are really about the same because I think that with some of these items, yeah. if you go in after Thanksgiving, some of these items you may not be able to find the size that you're looking for mm-hmm. just because they're they're marked they're, down yeah. that that much. Yeah, that low. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, if y'all if you don't and now another thing, the Walmart Plus is marked down fifty percent. So annually, but you can still get it for like twelve fifty every month. But if you get it annually. And you go in there and get it, you can get the sale before November the 8th. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all. I haven't blocked it yet. <laughs> just like, just, but that would be really good too. I got to make up my mind what I'm going to do for the holiday. I may do night talks, Sasha. Night talks with Sasha sponsors her family. I may do that for uh, for Christmas. Yeah, I may do that. Um, but I'll think but about I, it. I would encourage. I would encourage anyone if you have it, because right now times are are very very hard for a lot more people than what you would think. Yeah. So if you have it and you got it to spare, please try to sponsor a, a child, if nothing else, yes. or elderly person. Um, mm-hmm. Here in my community, they have to where you can sponsor a veteran, you can sponsor mm-hmm. a elderly person, or you can sponsor a child. A lot of times we don't think about the elderly person that has no family left um, yeah. and or the veteran. Um, so that has become something that's really grown a lot in my area um, mm-hmm. So if you see it or you, you come across it or you're just curious, it's about sponsoring an elderly person and or veteran. And their list is truly maybe four items, literally maybe four mm-hmm. items. But those four items make make a world of difference for them. You know what I'm saying? So if yeah. you have it and you can, please do so. And I'm going to tell you, you it, it makes you feel good when you can sponsor a family like that. It really does. It really makes you yeah. feel good. Okay. Well, thank you, Lady T, um, for that. And we will definitely, you and I will definitely talk about it, and that may be something that we work on together as um, for Christmas for a family. Okay. So. We'll definitely talk about it off air. Um, I don't want them to cut us off, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and end the show. So I want to thank you all for listening to um, my talk with Sasha. I am your girl, Yati Fa- Sasha. Thank you to my guests from Lady T. Bird and Princess for coming on and spreading your joy and your love. Um, we will be back. I will be back next. Monday. Well, this coming Monday, and we will do our Monday Monday Money Show. 
We're going to shop. So y'all be ready. Okay. Love you. Bye.